Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Hello, 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 beautiful people, and welcome back to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic conversation, because it is just mandatory on this side of the world, I'm just saying. And today, we have a special, special guest. As we mentioned before, we are having a special feature and series as well for a book project that we've been working on, Stuff Is Not Your Story. And I'm super excited to have one of the amazing co-authors on today and to share her with you guys and I hope you are ready so tell the people tell the people a little about yourself as I say you get a 60 second clubhouse intro <laughs> okay thanks for having me Chanel my name is Brenda Cox Harkins and I am the uh, co-founder and CEO of Harkins Leadership Group I am the uh, founder of the loud is not a language model of communication and engagement I'm an author speaker mediator and minister, uh, mom, and grandmother. That's me. Yes, I love it. Look at that short and sweet and to the point. That is what I am talking about. (laughs) So tell the people why you, um, what you titled your chapter and why. Okay, I titled the chapter Finding Your Voice because that that took me way too many years to find mine. And I think that uh, people get stuck in a place of trying to please those that they love, um, to meet others' expectations, uh, everything outside of themselves. And it's really easy to lose touch with what your own voice is. And when when I say finding your voice, what I mean by that is um, what you can speak to because of what you've been through. And so all of us have been through all kinds of um, difficulties and trials and, you know, a a wide array of that. And when we come through on the other side, there's like a refining that has happened inside of us, like that walking through the fire refining kind of thing. And it gives us a voice to speak to others, to encourage and lift up and help move them forward. Right. Wow. 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 So why do you feel that? you lost your voice or didn't have your voice? Oh, well, I think that my voice got hidden in um, speaking up for everybody else. Mm -hmm. I I think I pretty much knew everybody else's voice but mine. So I I was a fighter. I I guess I am a fighter, but it just looks a lot different these days than it did. Mm -hmm. Um, But very much um, impassioned by uh, justice issues and and injustices in individual lives as well as larger. And just spoke to a lot of things that allowed um, a pent up, Uh, anger that I didn't even realize I had to Mm -hmm. come out in a positive way, Uh, but it still masked everything that needed healing in my heart. You know, it, it was a way to feel really good about doing something um, positive without taking a look at my own heart that I didn't even realize I wasn't doing. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Wow. And so I, I, I think I understand what you mean in the sense of knowing everybody else's voice. I feel so often we show up for everybody else and leave us for last or not even at all. And mm-hmm. I feel like um, just in general, I feel we do that from a safety perspective because one, we don't have to deal with our own stuff, right? But at the same time, we also do that because we want somebody to do, we give what we want to and hope to receive as well. And um, I think that it's amazing um, to, to hear that you have found your voice, right? Because sometimes we never do. Um, and that's the beauty and the challenges and the adversities and the different things that we experience us experience because it allows us to shape ourselves as to who we are supposed to be if we do the right thing or take the action, if that makes sense. Um, and so it's really good to hear that you found your voice. So can you give the people just a sneak preview, just a sneak, not too much um, about your chapter because you have to buy the book if you want the full tea. I'm just saying. <laughs> Right, that's right. Um, I had, I think we all have defining moments in our life if we pause and we really think about it enough. But there was a specific uh, defining moment that came around the age of 40 when I realized that um, I wanted to paint a room, I wanted to redo this thing, and I was talking out loud, you know, thinking out loud um, about what I wanted to do as my husband walked through the room, and he was like, why don't you just paint the room your favorite color, mm-hmm. and he just kind of kept on walking, and it was like he dropped a bomb, because I realized, oh my gosh, I don't even know what my favorite color is, and it was the strangest feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I started, you know, like, all of these things rolling in my mind, like what is, I don't know what my favorite food is. I don't know what my favorite hobby is. I don't, and it was like, oh my gosh, who am I? You know, it was just this um, little bit of a crisis moment. And in that, I, I walked through a process that helped me to really see from, from way back. Like I went back to the earliest memory that I could think of that, Mm -hmm. that had like a happy, happy thought to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I worked my way forward and um, it's a process and it's in the chapter, but um, in that process, it helped me to see that I've always been, who I am has always been. I think who we are is um, put in us. There's a, like one of my very favorite scriptures is Ephesians 2.10 that talks about how like we're God's workmanship that was mm-hmm. created for a very specific purpose. And, um, and when we look back over our lives, we can discover that when we take the time to look at the defining moments and different things that I, I, I lay out a process in the chapter of kind mm-hmm. of how to get there and to determine, wow, who am I and what is my voice and what is my purpose? And um, yeah, it's powerful. It was very powerful for me. And I've been able to, to help coach people through it and do different workshops through the years um, over that. And, and it's just one of my greatest joys in life is to see people come into a connection with who God intended them to be. Right, 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 right. And like you said some really pivotal and powerful things as well, like in the sense that you know, sometimes it takes for us to go through things, to grow through things, right? And um, and sometimes it takes for us to maybe sometimes hit rock bottom for us to have that awakening moment, right? Um, and sometimes it's just the simplest thing where you just wake up and you're like, huh, epiphany, I need, I need a change today, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, 
So what would you say was that moment for you? The moment for me of, I need a change. Mm -hmm. Well, besides the, that, that was a pretty big deal right there with the, mm -hmm. <laughs> with the not knowing my favorite color, but you know, mm -hmm. there was, um, I think that the biggest thing that has hit me that has brought the most change mm -hmm. is realizing I, I lived much of my life guarding my heart when mm -hmm. I felt like I was sharing my heart. I felt like I was very open and, and connected to people. And I was to a degree, but there was a, a guarding that I was not even aware of that was like this far and no more. You don't get to see past this point. Mm -hmm. And when I realized the, bi the biggest turning point in my life is when I realized that vulnerability is not showing vulnerability is not a weakness mm -hmm. that to be able to be vulnerable with 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 the most vulnerable parts of who you are to be able mm -hmm. to actually be that takes more courage than anything I know mm -hmm. people who choose to be vulnerable and real and this is where I really suck you know, mm -hmm. I'm just like, mm -hmm. be honest, you know, mm -hmm. and instead of trying to be something that we think other people want us to be, takes a lot of courage because there's, um, you know, an awful lot of rejection that can come with that. And you've got to be sure enough of who you are and uh, comfortable enough in who you are to, you know, say, that's okay. You know, you don't have to right. like, not everybody will, <laughs> you know. You're absolutely right. To be very honest, I felt the same thing for a number of years. I used to, so when you said I didn't know my favorite color, mm -hmm. right? Um, I knew what my favorite color was, but I didn't, I, I use that as a, I, I say that because I used to show up for everybody else, right? And I used to always put myself on the back burner all of the time, like from a self-care, self-love perspective, um, all of the time and I realized it was because I had a lack of self-love and self-care for myself so I didn't create boundaries I allowed people to take advantage of me keyword I said allowed because <laughs> right. it's what I allowed to happen um and and I had that moment too where I just got fed up I'm like I, I'm fed up of feeling burnt out exhausted drained and then when it's time for somebody to show for me it's like the the audience is empty right um, yeah. And then the same thing with the vulnerability, I, I could not stand crying in front of people because I didn't want anybody to see me as weak or as inferior. Right. And I had to kind of tap into why that was. And I realized it was because of me feeling that I had to be my own safety and my own protection. Right. I never felt that I had that sense of security or safety. Yeah. for a very large part of my life. And so it, I, I understand what you're saying in regards to not necessarily wanting to be vulnerable because it shows, it seems as though you are being weak. But like you said, in all actuality, it's the opposite. It takes strength to ask for help. It takes strength to show that you're having challenges and that you need help and that you need support. And um, so I commend you one for, for helping others through that because I feel like some people don't even understand that they walk around with a hard shell and a protective guard all the time all day every day and right. and what we don't understand too is that when you do that it actually manifests in other different it, it manifests in other ways where we lose connections with certain people we might be so protected and guarded that we miss opportunities and or we might miss our 
our um long living partner that we're supposed to marry or something like that because we're not allowing people to come in. And the, the beauty of it all is when you do allow the right people in, and of course you need to be guarded to some extent, but when you let the right people in, the beauty that comes from it is just, it's, it's, un, it's, it, there's no, there's no words that explains how it feels. Um, and, but you, again, you, you do have to be protective in some kind of way because you want to vet people first. Cause you know, you know there's a lot of crazy people in this world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. I love that. I love that because there's a, there's a quote that I have right here taped to Mm -hmm. my computer. I Mm -hmm. I love this quote and it says the birthing room Mm -hmm. is not for the crowds. Mm-hmm. Why do you let in, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just when you think about even with, you know, like actual childbirth, you're not going to invite the world into that, you know, there's going to mm-hmm. be one uh, or two, you know, special people that are like, I want to share this with you. Right. And so, um, that there's something there's, it's different when there's something deep that's being birthed, that's coming out of you, that is precious, that needs mm-hmm. to be cared for well mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's wisdom that is needed in who you share those things with right. uh, there's also you know that other sense of um guarding to such an extent that you are not comfortable letting people know where your weak areas are mm-hmm. and it's it's in the times that I've I've allowed myself to do that that I, I've found the greatest connections with people whose strengths may be in the areas where I'm weak and Absolutely. vice versa and to be able to um to realize the need for one another and how we can come alongside for each other. Um, yeah, you never get that opportunity to build those kind of relationships if you're not vulnerable enough. Right. You you are absolutely right. <laughs> like you are absolutely right. And you know, within my within just within my career and even just in business, right? Like you don't want to, I want to say a facade, but um you because you're sometimes been experienced the wrong people it makes you feel it makes you lose trust within yourself in making decisions but also lose trust in the world right and you know it takes it takes a it takes a special person or a person that has the resiliency to understand like hey one bad apple doesn't mean that all the apples are bad right um and like you said right and like you said in regards to you know, you never know in sharing your heirs of opportunity or sharing your challenges that there might be that one person that might want to bless you, right? And so what you said in regards to finding your voice is so important because it's finding your voice, yes, and being in able to being able to stand up for yourself, but it's also finding yourself in being able to be vulnerable and allowing your, your soul to speak, allowing your heart to speak, right? allowing your mind to speak right because it just you never know who you're going to impact and you never know who you who you may whose life you might may change or who you may help and to your point in regards to finding your voice and what you do now imagine if you didn't find your voice you may not have your company you may not be out here being a speaker and author and and literally out here changing lives so tell the people how how do you help people how do I help people? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a lot of personal and relationship development. Mm-hmm. And um, much of that is with leaders, but not all of it. And mm-hmm. so um, I believe that leaders change lives mm-hmm. uh, for the positive and the negative. And mm-hmm. so, uh, to make a positive difference in a leader's life and help to develop them and their teams and their relationships. Um 
make it spreads out to make it make an impact that is far wider than just that leader because it impacts all that they impact and um so i do that i do mm-hmm. coaching. um i do speaking i've written a couple of books i'm super excited about this being a co-author on this one and um <laughs> Yeah. What else? I'm a minister. Um, mm-hmm. I have um, a nonprofit that works mm-hmm. with um, women who've been mm-hmm. through abuse. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It shows up in a lot of different ways. Listen, I, I, that's I, a beautiful thing. Speaking it, yeah. Exactly. I love it. 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 And you said something super um, powerful too. Um, you know, in, in being a business owner myself or in, in people being leaders, you're often feeling alone a lot of the times because most people don't understand who you are, your mind, your thoughts, your processes, right? And they look at you like, oh, you're at the top, so your life can't be that hard, right? Not necessarily understanding, actually, it might be more complicated than yours, right? Um, right. And so yeah. I love that you you support leaders um, in that way because, uh, again, I was a GM for a hotel in in new york city and i had 72 employees and there were employees that were older than me there were employees that were younger than me there were employees that were my age right mm-hmm. and i realized that mindset plays a major role in the in the way that individuals function right and so it helped me to learn how to manage different personalities and manage different people different people and how and how people learn in different ways but it also it gave me an opportunity to kind of give people grace but then give myself grace because I am hard on myself like it's nobody's business I am my own worst critic right and so when people would sit right right when people would sit and be like oh I wish I had your job you're just sitting behind a computer I used to get so personally like well first of all I didn't tell you to apply for that position but that's that's not my fault like you see what I'm saying but if you sat in my shoes for five minutes I bet you would run no (laughs) no questions asked because yes I'm sitting behind a computer all day or not all day I have to go run around the building but yes you see me sitting behind a computer but I'm hoping to make sure that you get paid on this coming Friday I'm making sure that there's revenue coming in this building so that you guys have a job to come to on a day-to-day basis so the responsibility is different and so your mindset versus my mindset is going to be in two different worlds because my responsibility is way different from yours and a lot of times when you they say you're at the top of the mountain you're by yourself and so like for me, I had a business coach. I had a life coach, even while I was as when I even when I was a corporate employee, I had I had all those coaches because I needed somebody that understood where what I was feeling and how I was feeling. Because if I ever felt frustrated, they'd be like, "Oh, they minimize it." Like, "Oh, well, that comes with the job." Or, "Well, this is what you asked for." It's like, "All right, well, I'm still a human being, still like you know what I mean? Like, I'm still human." Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think it's really beautiful that you help leaders because a lot of times that's those are the ones that feel the the most lonely honestly like the jeff the jeff bezos and and those millionaire people that everybody seems to despise or have all the negative things in the world to say you don't know what their journey was to get there that's one and two you don't know what their day-to-day looks like and so i think it's such a blessing that i'm glad that you found your voice (laughs) because i know that you are definitely um a person that's out here helping individuals to to be better and you said about the abuse um that you help individuals with your nonprofit with abuse. And that's a beautiful thing as well. Cause whoo, when you are abused and when you get out of it, you need the most support ever in life. Because first uh, of all, just to make the decision to get out is, is a challenge in itself. And um, so I commend you for your work and your efforts and all that you do. And I, and I can tell by your spirit that you just love to love to love. And 
um, that's important in this day and time, especially with how the world is set up. For sure, for sure, for sure. So, so what's next for you? What is next for me? Well, I'm I'm doing an actual book um, that will expound on the Finding Your Voice chapter, and mm-hmm. here it'll be uh, actually it'll be the first book in the Loud is Not a Language series that is starting, wow. and so. Um, Loud is not a language; is just a, a model of communication that has mm-hmm. to do with realizing that uh, loud is not reciprocal. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. we need to be loud, but mm-hmm. when that is our mode of communication, um, it it shuts people down. And so, just mm-hmm. looking at it communicate in a way where you can actually be heard and have the impact that you want to mm-hmm. that, that's what that's about and so the first book in that series is my next step yes yes well congratulations that Thank sounds amazing you. and you said serious so she has more coming she's, yes. she's like this, this is step one we have step two three four five how i want it to be that's what it that's what you were calling that is yes that's right that's right and do you have any final words for the audience oh well let's see I think that I just want to say I truly believe with all of my heart that every person on the planet um has a purpose and destiny that's unique from everybody else's and if we can find that And if we can live that out, not only will we be fulfilled, but we make other people's lives around us better because nobody can be who you are to anybody else, except you, you, you're it. You're the only one that can be you to anybody else. And so just an encouragement to find that voice and to truly have the courage to be you and just watch the beauty that comes from that. Yes, I love, 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 love it. Oh, I just love your energy. You're just like such a calming spirit. Like I'm like, ah, and you're just like, yeah. And I love it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're like ringing yay. <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> it's like lavender and amethyst. Like <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell the people how they can connect with you. Um, my email is Brenda at harkinsleadershipgroup.com harkins is h-a-r-k-i-n-s leadershipgroup.com yes i love it well i appreciate you for coming on this platform and sharing your story and your journey and as i said earlier we are doing a special for the stuck is not your story series so if you have not gotten your book you need to go get that asap so that you can read more about Brenda and all the amazing things that she's doing and all the amazing things that she is. And I'm so excited to be able to share your story on this platform. And I'm so excited to be able to share the story of you within Stuck is Not Your Story. And I'm excited for your new book project as well. Because I know, listen, I can tell when people are in game changers. And Brenda is definitely a game changer. She's out here changing lives. And she's out here taking names and asking questions later. And I absolutely love, 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 love it. And I love to see um, women win for sure. Um, and I just can't wait to see what else you have coming. And again, thank you for blessing our platform. And thank you so much um, for having me on the show. Yes. Absolutely. 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 And thank you to our lovely listening audience for tuning in. I appreciate all of you for all the love and support that you give us. 
on a week-to-week, day-to-day basis. Keep tuning in. Continue to like, share, and subscribe on every platform. If you want to leave a review, I would love that too. And if it's something negative, I'm going to block you. I'm kidding. Leave leave your opinion. I don't mind. I don't mind. All feedback is welcome because it helps us to be better and do better. So again, thank you again, Brenda, for being on our platform. And thank you to our lovely listening audience to be here with us. And I hope you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed creating this episode. And so until next time, beautiful people, bye. Thank you for tuning in to Evolve. Stay fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic. Until next time, special shout out to all of our amazing listeners. You are truly appreciated. Follow our host, Chanel Spencer, at Chanel Spencer Now on Instagram and Facebook. Songs I'm From the South by D21 from Black Mob Entertainment off the 720 God album. Find him on Instagram at only D21. I'm from the South. Straight out the south, we hit his rock gold teeth straight out your mouth. My niggas don't know peace, fuck is you saying though? Homies he playing though. Know my old dudes bring more than a candle. Bring the heat to them, there they keep talking. Know that they would then, little dogs barking. Step across the line, be